I'm Mick Danzig. And I'm Hannah Hampton, and you're listening to HR After Hours. Well, hello, and welcome to HR After Hours Podcast, the only HR podcast that'll help you out with an alibi when the police start snooping around, when they <laughs> want to know what, you know, what happened to Nancy in accounts payable. No one's seen her in weeks. We know how difficult she made your job, and frankly, she was kind of a bitch. Hannah Hampton, <laughs> how the hell are you today? Oh my gosh, that was, uh, I, I have no words. <laughs> <laughs> it's been um, a while. We, we took a, another short hiatus. It seems like we'll put out two episodes and then we'll do one for a month and then another one in three weeks. Yeah, I feel like it's been a long time. You know, but I feel like it's helped us both rejuvenate because we've been so busy at work. Taking breaks is good. Recharging recharging is always important. Let's not Recharging, refreshing, keeping it fresh, and just not making it feel like work because God knows we're not getting paid for this. So what's <laughs> going on with you? Uh, just enjoying uh, my summer for the most part. I've actually spent a couple days in my office and it's been really nice. I've enjoyed that, believe it or not. Uh, <laughs> so I know your team like uh, work from your your team work from home forever, and uh, I'm team uh, hybrid. I like working from home, but I also like being in the office and seeing folks. So uh, yeah, it's been it's it's been really fun. I'm going to be honest with you. The the me being team work from home 24 seven all the time. I'm starting to to miss society. I'm not yeah. ready. I, I took a little my first vacation of the year. I had a couple big vacations planned last year that obviously got axed. I wanted to do a road trip because I still think there's a lot going on with the travel industry. And it's funny, we're actually going to address that in a minute. But mm-hmm. I did a little road trip somewhere where I got a cabin to uh, a site I'd never used before. I didn't use Airbnb. I used VRBO. Yeah. And um, again, kind of like I'm, I'm ready to get Have out. Have you done Airbnb? I have not. I have not. There's two reasons I've never done Airbnb. <laughs> and it's funny because you and I tease each other for being a little, a little hooty-toity sometimes. But I've never had to use Airbnb because I have certain resorts I stay at or my family has had houses in other places that we tend to vacation. So that's no longer the case. And so I used VRBO and went up to Michigan, somewhere that I knew there was plenty to do outdoors. All the restaurants had outdoor seating. And these are all things that we've talked about due to COVID. So I, I got out and did that because, A, still not 100% ready to stay in hotels. All right, so let's do them very carefully. Mm-hmm. And B, it's been a little nuts on the airline and then at mm. the airlines and the airports. And I, I still feel like everyone's still on top of each other. And uh- being on an airplane, not quite ready for that one yet. <laughs> no, I'm really not. And my mom wanted to jump on a flight. I'm like, eh, why don't you wait just a little longer? But it's not even just fear of getting sick anymore. Yeah, it's, it's just the whole experience. Because I had a friend who flew. Um, their family had a big family vacation. And they said to me, they're like, Ugh, it's still, it's the airport situation. Their experience was not good. They're like, it's just... Uh, if you can wait, wait, because cause he said it's just not it's not great yet. And he was uncomfortable and didn't didn't feel great about the experience. You uh, shot over an article to me with yet another angry airline incident. 
Yeah, well, this is a, like I, I found this. I don't remember where I found it, to be completely honest, because it's a couple weeks old. And I, I sent this to you. I'm like, oh, this would be really interesting to discuss. And basically, uh, an American Airlines agent at DFW at Dallas-Fort Worth Airport. Story goes, and, and the article that I'm looking at is from the Sacramento Bee, which is interesting. This happened in DFW, but the Sacramento Bee had a nice article about it. But the American Airlines agent uh, was being applauded because of his calm demeanor after coming face-to-face with a woman who apparently cursed at a flight attendant during a mask dispute, which I don't understand why people have to go crazy over wearing a mask. It's just a piece of cloth over your face, but whatever. Uh, But of course, like anything in this world now, it got posted to social media. And, And why I thought it was important to talk about was So this woman called a flight attendant basically a bitch. And the agent, who I believe was the manager of the flight attendant, comes out and says, you know, you calling my employee a bitch is uh, completely uncalled for and inappropriate. And we don't tolerate that crap. Uh, Basically said, we don't we don't tolerate that clap that crap with us at all. So he basically said the person, the woman was no longer welcome to fly American Airlines. And said, this kind of cracked me up, you can find another carrier to fly, he said. I suggest Spirit, which we can Damn, have Damn, threw down right? Spirit. We could, have, <laughs> we could have a whole, uh, I guess, podcast about Spirit Airlines. But yeah, so basically this happened in mid-July, and it was a flight from DFW to Miami. And the flight attendant was speaking to the passenger about wearing the mask. Long story short, the person got removed from the flight. But here's the thing that I thought was really important. The manager stood up for their employee. Let's, you know, there's no reason. I feel like in this day and age, there's no reason for you to treat people with a lack of dignity and respect. And I, I too, applaud this manager because the manager stepped in and was like, you cannot talk to my employee this way. And therefore, you cannot fly this airline. You know, we all, and we'll get into this, but th- this is the time when you as an employer, and especially if you're a manager, look at the way the, the customers are treating your employees. And if it's not with dignity and, res- and respect, let's step in there and let's stop the rudeness. Let's stop it from happening. And I have to say, I too applaud uh, this manager for doing that. Unfortunately, in this day and age, I feel like you see every day a new video of somebody getting belligerent about wearing a mask and taking it out on somebody who it's not their policy, it's their company's policy, but of course they want to take it out. I think Kevin Sorbo, who's an actor, said that he made a scene at Starbucks being asked to wear a mask and thought it was pretty cool that he stood up for himself. But most people, are, you know, there's the handful of people who are like, yeah, but I think most people are like, there's no reason for you to be an asshole. <laughs> so a couple things there. I got uh, I got like a list. I'm trying not to write. All right. I, lots to unpack. So I'm going to start, I'm going to work my way backwards. First thing is, in, in A, what I love about you and I being friends, Hannah Hampton, is when we first met, I had this ability, and it was a game and a challenge that I would tell people, you throw down any topic, say anything, and I'll find a way to make it dirty and inappropriate. <laughs> Over the last couple years... I've acquired this new honed skill courtesy of my partnership with Mrs. Hampton, and that is the ability to turn anything into an HR discussion. So now 
So I want to get that off my chest. They, though, I do want to correct you because I feel like you're being a little loose with the word actor in association with Kevin Sorbo. Um, and my God, I was just wondering if that guy was still alive. And apparently his tweet about what a big boy he was for defending himself about a mask. Such a big boy. No, so thanks, Kevin. We're glad you're okay. Oh. We're glad you're okay. I know you don't want to cover that what used to be a pretty face. But let's get back to something very serious here. And that is, I hate American Airlines. I don't like traveling with them. I think their flight attendants traditionally are rude. However, however, you know, an official announcement to those of you that didn't hear it before, the, the time and age of being rude to anyone in any sort of service industry is is over it was yeah. never there it shouldn't have been there but the you're done now you're, you're done. done you're done now you had a good run karen because i've got a subsubject of you know how what this gentleman did wrong by repeatedly referring to his team member as my employee yeah. and, you know, <laughs> but that doesn't matter either what matters is this isn't even a story but we're talking about it because it's sad that it's happening. You know when you go, when you book an when you book a flight or purchase an airline ticket, there is at least five to twenty-five times that you were told you must wear a mask at all times unless otherwise indicated or eating or whatever it is. Yeah, it's, so, it's obvious in transportation. I mean, it's out there. If you take a train, you if you take an Uber, wear a mask. Jeez. Yeah, so there's no surprise. It wasn't yes. like you showed up and they're like, hey there, we need you to cover that surly mug with this uncomfortable mask. Sorry about your fucking face. That wasn't <laughs> what happened. And, and I'm sure somewhere at some point, an American Airline associate probably told someone that. But it this was this was something that Sorry about your face, in. sir. I'm just you know, here's what it is, Hannah. Basically, as I see these videos about these people getting in trouble for masks, what's so ridiculous about it is every single one of those individuals was hoping to get into a tiff with someone and even more so were so crossing their fingers that they'd go viral and someone would catch yeah. it. This is all premeditated shit. Anyone you're, that's going you're in. So it really is and it's so stupid and they oh, I'm a patriot and I stand up for my rights and it's like I can't even with these people <laughs> yeah I mean here's the problem is it's everything what I love is everyone starting to realize it I see it repeated on social media all the time is that everyone just has to be right and no one is willing to let an opposing viewpoint coexist mm -hmm. The old agree to disagree is no longer part of the American vernacular or culture. Mm -hmm. But what it comes down to is, I uh, let's even let's get away from that. We'll talk about that on our other podcast. This is not an HR podcast. Because we'll talk That's about how go. your opinion is not the same as fact. So back you, to HR. Anyways, so go from on. an HR standpoint, yes, we've got to protect our people. Yes. And especially in a hypersensitive setting, we should be prepared for this and be ready that we're doing extensive training on how to try to keep a situation from escalating. Right. But it's hard to do when you know people are walking in with the agenda to escalate. So 
I, I do think that him being harsh. Why do you think that is? Because I feel like this is a trend we're seeing where people are just more and more willing to be belligerent. And I keep using that word, but I feel like that's the right one. But why do you think that is? Is it because, is it pan- pandemic fatigue? Is it just the stress of the world? Like, why do you think it is? And I know this is going to be pure speculation, and I tell people not to speculate in the world of HR, but I am curious as to your thoughts on why people act this way. Well, Hannah Hampton, I think we're going to have a detailed discussion about that in the first episode of our podcast. This is not an HR podcast. (laughs) Because my answer to this question is going to be our topic on the first episode of our new podcast. And that is the fact that I think the reason we're seeing these type of events, these escalating events, these excuses to behave badly, because that's Mm -hmm. what a lot of it is. Yeah, It's it's just like, I'll give you a, a quick mixed story here, which we all love when I get off track, but I'll never forget when I was a bartender and then I realized I had the ability to either cut people off or kick belligerent people out of the (laughs) bar. Do you think 21 year old Mick fucking Danzig wasn't waiting for someone to get in his grill? (laughs) I'm like, I cannot wait for the first time I can cut someone off. And then, oh my God, I can throw someone out of the bar. I am so cool. So it's on both sides, right? So, but, but what, what the problem is, all this escalation is displaced anger and frustration. There is a lot going on that is frustrating, that's scary, that's uncertain, you know, in our our workforce, you know, being a business owner, being a parent, reading about your kid in school and the fact that mass versus not. There's so much going on and so much frustration that it's almost like people are just like, oh, my, if I get a, a window of opportunity to mm-hmm. unload on someone I'm going to. And some people, I think it's a conscious decision. Most people, it's not. It's a subconscious decision. But I do think you and I will discuss that a lot more on our next podcast. But I, that, that's my answer. I think a huge part of it is people just have all this frustration and stress and they're displaced yeah. into these type of events. But we know that now. We've seen it enough that we have got to train our people on how to handle it, but at the same time, train our leaders in how to jump in and protect our people because no one deserves that. You just, the no one buys the right as a consumer to treat another individual like they're any less than them. Right, I agree. My favorite thing to say is like treat people with dignity and respect. And and I feel like so much of this is so undignified. And at the end of the day, while you're so disrespectful to the other person, you're the one who ends up looking like the undignified person because of, of your bad behavior. So just take a step back. Think about dignity and respect. I don't even want to say treat people how you want to be treated because you might be OK with being treated like shit. <laughs> Yeah. Um, treat people better than you'd want to be treated or, or you know, something like that, because some of this is just so awful. And I watch these videos and I cringe and I think about, OK, if I was the HR manager in this situation at this grocery store, at this airline, you know, how would I want to handle the situation? And, you know, certainly, you know, while I while you can't control your customers, you can have a good conversation and, and 
thank thank your employee for you know the the team member for for keeping their calm for doing the right things and to continue to do that and uh that's that's something that i i would do and i would you know thank them and tell them tell them that i respect what they're doing and i you know treat them with some extra kindness because really it, i'm sure it wreaks havoc on your on how you're feeling about yourself and you only have to deal with people who are treating you less than human absolutely and i mean to to kind of circle back to our last episode there is a workforce apocalypse going on. There is a shortage mm-hmm. and there are industries yeah. that are being just painfully impacted by the 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 lack of people that want to work in certain fields or are willing to do certain jobs. A lot of people really reevaluated their lives in 2020 as 2021 didn't, you know, wasn't the on-off switch. New year, everything's better. Then more people started reevaluating what they want to do with their lives because this mm-hmm. has been a lo- more than a year, almost year and a half. We've talked about how work itself is going to have to change, and the mm-hmm. 55, 60 hour work week is ridiculous, and how that needs to go away. There's so many moving pieces that take people from both sides to make them work. Retail and restaurants, hospitality, hotels, the tourism industries, those people traditionally have worked uh, a just unmanageable schedule of 50 to 60, 70 hours a week. And they, yeah. they don't want to do it anymore and they can't do it anymore. And as companies are trying to accommodate that and realize it and hire more people so they have to work less but there's less people to hire it's still tough it's not it's not working but it will eventually at mm-hmm. the same time you know the airline industry they they're protecting the flight attendants because if there aren't enough flight attendants on yeah. the flight they're not allowed to leave you know the you ground can't fly. yeah you can't fly so you know to have these planes to go places We've got to start doing our part. And this goes back to something that seemed like it was going to stick around more than a month or two at the beginning of the pandemic. But this is a case of we are all in this together. Mm-hmm. And to make change, we have to do our part. And our part is understanding, yes, if I want to fly, I've got to wear a mask. This individual is probably working 50 hours. I don't need to unload on them because I'm yeah. looking for you know to for a reason to or you know what they forgot my stir stick for my coffee i'll politely ask instead of "Ah, excuse me i do believe that the more positive energy you put out there the more positive things happen i mean for god's sakes it was in ghostbusters people come on so (laughs) my whole thing is We've got to start realizing and expecting less, even though we have the technology for it. You know what? If there's an error or something's not right in that Christmas present and your Mm -hmm. son or daughter on Christmas morning and it's missing a part and they decide not to have the the customer helpline on, but it'll be on first thing the next morning. Don't get all mad at them over 24 hours to yell about that piece the next day. Guess what? Oh God, yeah. Other people got to go home and spend, spend Christmas with their family. They're going to help you the best they can, but that that needs to happen. Or guess what? Next time it's between working on Christmas or just quitting their job, they're going to quit their job. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And like the way I look at it, I tell people this, I'm like, 
when you work at, you know, if it's a toy company that, you know, that sells toys or a restaurant, to me, like, this is not life or death. <laughs> you know, like, no one is going to, if, if you don't get a customer service uh, person to call you back in 12, like, nobody's going to die in that 12 hours because, you know, you need a replacement toy. It's okay. And, and you think back to back in the day, you know, back in the, you know, 50, 60, 70 years ago when, you know, stores were closed on Sundays and there was no television after midnight or whatever it was and everyone was fine. So if you, if it takes 12 hours for somebody to get back to you on a customer service issue, that's not life or death. It's fine. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it, it, it's just going to take the fact that we, we just need to all calm down, you know, yes. slow down, calm yes. down. And I love that you talked about how if you work at a a toy, a retail place or whatever, it's not life or death. I will never forget. I it was uh, a couple of my peers and I were at a conference that we took our spouses to in Las Vegas. And this was back early 2000, if not 2000 on the dot. And that's when the swivel clips, that's where all the guys had their cell phones on swivel Mm -hmm. clips. And we're at this this big conference with our spouses and it's for our company. We're, we're still checking our phones and, you know, it's just, they weren't quite smartphones yet, you know, and this was the Nokia phones and things, but we're still checking our email, looking at our stuff at a conference when all the people we work with are on the floor in Vegas gambling as well. And then our spouses looked at us and they're like, you're fucking recruiters, man. You're not neurosurgeons. You're not yeah. heart surgeons. It's not life or death. Stores you're trying to staff for, all those people are here right now or over there playing poker put your phone down it's not a life or death situation yep <laughs> and you know we were like well you know uh, well and, and then you know but we okay, could have a we, whole other podcast about being way too connected so the world being too connected checking your emails in bed and waking up the first thing in the morning you do is grab your phone and look at your email like we are way too connected to technology. Technology connects us to to things way too much. And it's okay to cut the cord. It's okay to turn your phone off for a while. It's okay to not check your email on, you know, a Saturday or Sunday morning or whatever it might be. Again, when it's not life or death. <laughs> That's it. That's it. So That's why I doctors mean- have pagers, right? Like they're, they do deal with the life or death situation. Um, but recruiters, not so much. Not so much. Not so much. Yeah, Hannah, not really a story, but I think we had a good conversation. And I, I do think it's time to really look out for our team members and look at them, as we've always said, uh, under, you know, get to know them, have empathy, make sure that you treat them like a, a human being. But more than that, make sure they get to spend time with their families, that they get yep. to do the events. Don't make them miss out on something if they really don't need to be there. But definitely don't let them be treated unprofessionally by a peer, a customer, yes, uh, a supervisor. Please. No, we're not going to do it. Step in and do the right thing. Stand up for your employee. That is okay to do. <laughs> please do it. Make it infectious. Make your people know teamwork means teamwork. Life's easier when you're all on the same page, when you got a tribe. When you're being empathetic, when you're understanding of those around you, what's that catchphrase you have there, uh, Hannah Hampton? <laughs> Put the human back into human resources. That's what I'm fucking talking about. Yeah. All right, we'll talk to you in our next podcast. Making Hannah. Have a great day. Take care. Bye.